1: U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding and check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC.
0: Welcome to A Real Man Wood podcast. This is Chris Liss, your host, and it is the video edition that we decided by popular demand. And by popular demand, I mean like three people decided they wanted to see our mugs here. And that's good enough for me. Uh, without further ado, I'm joined by my co-host, Dalton Del Don from Yahoo Sports. This is the look that he's going with there in that red t-shirt. What's going on, dude? How you doing?
1: I'm doing all right, Liz. I forgot we're going to do video. So it shows how little I prepare for this. But um, can you edit this? Because I don't think people quite understand how much typically we, you know, we, we talk about stuff that gets left on the cutting room floor.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, this is going to be sort of my excuse to figure out how to do video editing. Okay. So, um, I figured out the audio editing. And if I fail, then this will just be an audio podcast, I guess. But, you know, as I said, by popular demand, I think two or three people said they preferred to do the video thing. Plus, we can put this on YouTube. And uh, I just thought that would be another way of distributing it to the 10 more people that really want to see it. But just an experiment.
1: Yeah, no, it's cool. I see your background there. I told you I need to buy some cheap sports background, but you actually have a uh, Lisbon behind you, yeah?
0: Yeah, it's through the window. I actually want to do it outside on the deck, but it's pretty cold out. It's like it's not freezing out, but it's probably like 45, 50 degrees, something like that. So I just felt like I wasn't going to sit out there. It might be a little damp out there, too. So when it gets warmer, we'll do one from the outer deck, and you'll really get a good view of it. This is just the window building behind me. Sounds good. Yeah, it's raining where I am. Yeah. All right, you just got like a very drab white wall and some blinds behind you. But, yeah, you can get a... Uh, Don't get a fake-ass background. It doesn't really help. Yeah. It's fine. Don't worry about it. right? It's fine.
1: I'll I'll come up with something.
0: Yeah, exactly. What you do is you get a huge picture of the Nutless Monkey. Oh, wait.
1: Oh, Oh, wait. Yeah, exactly. There's been some some confusion in Twitter, it looks like, uh, between
0: myself and the Nutless Monkey. Yeah, it really was unfortunate for you that I used your exact Twitter avatar as the Nutless Monkey's avatar, but I think when uh, Ted Bell... Drew up that maze for me, and the maze was really apt. And I'm definitely going to talk about this. Uh, I think he meant that that was the nutless monkey who was in the maze blocking my exit, rather than you personally.
1: Right, right, yeah. Well, it was funny, nevertheless. So, uh, where do we start? Oh, oh, I, I haven't checked my PayPal, but I, can, I mean, I think I'm missing a payment from you.
0: I, I, was, I would think that if are you, unless you fail to enter the divisional round, uh, Yahoo, daily fantasy playoffs. Did you not play in that contest? Uh, no, I think I did. You won that? Yeah, I did win it. Yeah, that's right. Oh. That's right. So you little. And yeah, we did 20s. Right. Did I do that? Okay, 20, I had to look at. Yeah. So it offset. So the we broke that. even. Yeah. So, so you're expecting right. money you don't deserve as usual. Yeah. Okay. It's the story can, of your life. It, yeah. you're expecting well, something it, that's you didn't. because earn. we
1: broke even. Why? Because what happened? Uh, oh, that's right. The Pats covered
0: easily. They did cover easily, and that was a fucking stupid bet by me. And you're right. You did long comedy. So God. Even if it was seven nothing, I was just laughing. I'm like, this is. It was a stupid bet. It was a stupid bet by me. But the, the reality is, here's the reality. I really feel <laughs> personnel-wise that 13.5 well, was enough. It's just that no. the coaching disparity was worth 25. I, th- I think that the coach... I, I honestly think like the, the Titans... If Bill Belichick were coaching the Titans, that would, game would have been a, a toss-up. would have 50-50. When, when Mike Malarkey punted, won't. he punted on fourth and two from the Patriots 47 down seven as a 13.5-point underdog on the road. And at that point since it was like 3 in the morning or 2.30 in the morning my time, I just tweeted out, fuck you, Mike Malarkey. (laughs) I'm going to sleep. And that was it. And I'm glad I did. I wasn't staying up for that shit. As soon as he kicked that ball, it was over. It was definitely over. Yeah. If only we had such information before these games kicked off. You're right. Who was coaching which team. I know. It would be amazing if I had made use of that information. It's correct. All right. I'll take the shit. That was a stupid bet. There's no doubt about it. (laughs) Sometimes you lose a bet. I was wrong about the Vikings, right? I mean, I took the Saints plus the points, and I'm not going to – I feel very confident no. the Saints were the right side, but in the, in the Titans' yeah, I, case, I went
1: one and three you know, that last weekend, and here I am giving you a hard time.
0: I, I, I went one and oh, three like, also. I went one and three also, but obviously I should have gone two and two. And the, the crazy thing is we did this um, postseason draft on XM, and I stacked Saints, Titans, and Falcons. And so through one week, I had 200 points. I was killing it. And now okay. I'm still up by like 150, but I have zero players left, thanks to that. And I actually I think I'm going to lose based on that one play. Not only did it knock all my players out, but Jeff, who's probably the favorite now, is about 150 points behind me, and he had Diggs and Keenum. So not only did he get these guys to the next round and, and knock my guys out, but he got like 20 points on that play. Right, and he could get
1: two more games out of it too. Oh, he make fewer. Yeah, he make it two more games, yeah, yeah. two more games
0: yeah. and yeah. just you know, if he does catch me he'll probably it'll probably be by like 15 points and that literally that play is, is going to be the difference. Yeah,
1: that was crazy. I'm with you. I had the Saints in that game too. So that was frustrating. You know what I will say? I always talk about my bad beats here. So I will I will do a flip one here. So um of course I have to have action in every game in the playoffs. So what I did is I just teased the Saints up to 11 and a half, and I never do over/unders but any port in a storm. I mean, you got you know there's very few options. So I went under 53 and a half points. So Saints plus 11 and a half, under uh, f- uh 53 and a half and that touchdown at the uh the very end uh made it um 50 yeah to 24 53. to 29 53 point. yeah and then there's like 10 minutes of this extra point right. and I'm going nuts so it's say, please don't kick it they're not going to kick it and my wife's like why are they not going to kick I'm like they don't do that it's like considered running it up they're not going to do it and so thank god to
0: finally half point something crazy like that at the end went my way it's so bizarre that they actually make them come back after that play to go kick it when everyone's on the field. It's like, I mean, at what level do they just let it go? It's like, they'll be like a terrorist attack, and they'll be like, nope, we got to kick they will have a, a situation where a guy's helmet comes off and the head is still in the helmet. You know, that's when the NFL's over. You know, you see the helmet come off, but you never see the head in the helmet. But when that happens, they'll be like, everyone will be like, oh, we got to call this game. We can't play anymore after this. And then ref will be like, nope, you got to kick the extra point. At what, at what point do they just say, you know what? It really doesn't matter if we line up for the extra point. Yeah, no, I have no idea what's going I mean, what, I mean what, we must, we must do it. But, like, dude, who cares? Just forget it. Just, it you, obviously, they didn't care to try it, so just end the game with that score. Like, what is... And
1: then a, tu- and a touchdown in overtime, you don't. It's the opposite. You can't kick it afterward. Then right. it's over. So it's so what is it?
0: It just, you know, there's zero seconds. But I just got to talk about that play because it was it was okay. an amazing sequence before then because... You know, Breeze drives down, it's 2014. they make that great drive, they score to go 21-20, and then Keenum and the Vikings make the drive, and Forbath hits that money field goal from 53 yards. The kicking level in the NFL is just absurd these days. 53 yards, no big deal, straight down the middle. You know, and then the Saints drive down, they convert a 4th and 10, which is amazing. Michael Thomas drops the 3rd and 10, they convert the 4th and 10 to Willie Sneed, and friggin' Lutz... You know, 43-yarder, I mean, that's not a long field goal, but it's just like, no problem. All the season on the line, boom, right down the middle. No, no big deal. Like, the kicking is just ridiculous. Like, it used to be, that was like 50-50 if that kick was going in, like that 43-yarder. Right. But it was like a no-brainer. So, they, you know, so they go ahead... Both teams execute all the way. Like, it was an amazing game, and it's over. That it would have been bad if Sneed had dropped that
1: fourth and 10 wide open after he missed that throw. Oh, That yeah. like, would have been a nightmare game if he had dropped that pass.
0: Right. What I kind of tried to tell myself after I got eliminated, you know, the Saints got eliminated. I lost. I was like, oh, well, if they don't make that fourth and 10, that's just the end there. Right. Like, I don't have to, you know, this fluke play. But anyway, so it's, it's obviously it's over. I mean, it's just obviously over the game. And when that play happens, it's like, what the fuck? What the fucking fuck? What am I watching? Like, he gets the ball, and that dude, obviously you've seen the replay of the angle he took to tackle him. He just jumps up, lands, turns around, and I'm just like, this is stupid. People think that's an an amazing play, like if you're a Vikings fan or whatever, but it was, I mean, they made the throw and catch. It wasn't like a pass interference, just gave them the win, but it was just so arbitrary. It's like, I don't like arbitrary. I, I don't mind a crazy play, or if they, you know, if the Vikings had a minute left and made an amazing drive, okay, fine, I lost, But shit like that to me is just – it's just so fluky. It just makes me feel like the whole outcome is a total fluke. I watched the Vikings win the Super Bowl, and it's because they made that ridiculous play after the game was basically over.
1: It's funny. Just last week on this pod, we were talking about the the Niners-Saints game in the playoffs a few years ago. And just the same thing with with Breeze. Uh, Alex Smith scored a touchdown. Then they came back and scored a touchdown with Graham – and then when you thought that was over, Davis scored with like a 30 second drive. So it was just very similar. Three scores, not all touch, not as many touchdowns, but three scores in what the final minute and a half in this game. It was it was it was a pretty awesome game. But I hear you, as far as arbitrary at the end, I mean, come on, that's just a one in a in a thousand type shot. Yeah, it's
0: crazy. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I used to when I was a kid and I grew up, you know, you knew about like the Immaculate Reception. You're like, that's a great play, that's so cool. But you have to imagine, like, that's just just dumbass luck. I mean, it's just dumb luck that the Steelers won that game, but you don't really see it that way. And as you grow up and you, you probably don't know what that is because you're like 12 years old. I do. Oh, you do. Okay. But, okay. No offense. You grow up and you just, you you think like sports settles stuff, right? You you know that like so many things in your life are just bullshit. Somebody wins and you lose because of some technicality or some bullshit, but sports is the merit-based thing in the world. That's why it's so interesting. You see who's the best. That's what sports is all about. But then, you know, you look at like the Super Bowl last year or the, or the Patriots Super Bowl where they fucking Pete Carroll should have just run Marshawn Lynch from the one yard line and they throw the pick. And you're like, they don't really win that game. It's just, it just this is how it shook out in the last couple of seconds. Like, this is totally arbitrary. Or the first time I actually got a taste of that was when Scott Norwood, when I was, it was actually the Giants, and Scott Norwood missed that field goal. And it was a 47 yarder, which at the time was like, it would be like a 55 yarder now, you know, the equivalent of like the likelihood of making it. But. He just missed it, and so we won. But if he hit it, we would have lost. And you're like, yeah, but the accuracy of that dude's field goal kicking—is that really what you're celebrating? Like the lack of accuracy of Scott Norwood. And Sorry. I get it. Like the Giants held them to to make it a 47-yarder instead of a 37-yarder. So that obviously was that was like a merit-based thing where they had to kick it from. But it just, it was just I was just remember being like, I don't know if I am that excited about. That we won because they missed a field goal. That doesn't seem like winning to me.
1: Right, right. Yeah, that was still a great game, though. I mean, what the Vikings hadn't allowed twenty points during a home game all season, shut out at halftime, and then New Orleans yeah. put up oh, twenty 20- four. was an
0: amazing so, game until that last play, and that play was an amazing play. But it's sort of like, I don't know. I, I guess I, I shouldn't be. I, sh- I shouldn't be averse to like a, you know, a point one percent play happening or something. And thinking, like, that's arbitrary because they did – again, it wasn't like a, a pass interference call. It was like they made the play. They made the throw and catch. But you're just like, dude, just fucking let him land and just push him down in bounds. It's over. Right. You
1: have any thoughts on the other games? I mean the Eagles. Who, I, Of course that, that's what was going to happen. I knew I was a sucker side with Atlanta. I mean, of course that was going to happen. But How did I mean – and yeah. didn't they score their only touchdown? Like a, it was like a 20-yard drive, too. I mean, they really were shut
0: down. Well, Atlanta also uh, – I mean, the Eagles also turned it over twice. Right. So Atlanta really did not do much. But at the end, you know, obviously they called a really stupid play.
1: Yeah, they had they four first-half fumbles and a missed extra point and a missed field goal or something. Yeah, that,
0: it, yeah, that was – I mean, Philly was the right side. That was just dumb. I don't know why I took Atlanta either. I, but, they, again, if they, they could have pushed. They just had to make that two-yard touchdown – and then get a two-point conversion. But I just like to think, you know what, even if they made a dumb play call, I'll just imagine they made it and then failed the two-point conversion. Right, makes me right. sleep better. You know, you know, I heard some stat, I think it was by
1: Cousin Sal, and I uh, he said 18 red zone targets. I looked on Rotowire site, I had 19, but I know all the stats for the NFL is, it's a little, you know, it's not perfect. But he said one catch on 19 red zone targets for Julio Jones this season. I don't know if that's true, but if it is, that's pretty
0: nuts, right? One catch, 19 uh, red zone I don't targets. Think, I don't think that's right. That can't be right. You don't think that's right? Okay. One out of 19. Right. I mean, like, the average man could catch, could just line up at wide receiver. You throw 19 I, passes. That's, you that's catch why one. I brought it
1: up. That, that seemed crazy. But the, I think on, on on RotoWire it just has the, uh, the target number. I couldn't find the catches. But that's pretty nuts if that's true. And that yeah. would
0: explain, obviously, the he whole. He only had three touchdowns. Receiver. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. of course, like, a couple of his touchdowns might have been from long distance, right? So maybe that's right. I mean, maybe it's. Right. You think he would right. catch one at like the eight yard line or something? I mean, it's I know it's you,
1: you you would think, yeah, you would think. But um, all right, then what about the other game? That was nuts. forty five, forty two, 42 that was the best game. Uh,
0: like the Saints game was cool, and like the, the end was annoying as shit, but it was cool. But the uh, the Steelers Jaguars game was, in my opinion, the game of the week, and yeah, okay. one of the games of the year because Jacksonville's defense is good, but there's nothing you can do when the opposing quarterback is throwing fifty yard passes that are more accurate than you and I would throw with if we were 2 feet away from the receiver like the one that Antonio Brown caught with one hand it wasn't even a good catch because it was it was thrown in the nook of his elbow like right there so all he had to do was squeeze like he didn't even have to do anything because the ball was so accurate that even though the the DB kind of had his ar- other arm tangled up it took literally no skill to secure it because it was that accurate
1: what uh, what percentage of a chance would you have given uh, the Steelers winning if I told you beforehand Roethlisberger throws for 469 yards and five touchdowns and one pick, and, and no one else fumbles on the team? I mean, like, what you know. What, what I would, would say, you, like, 70.
0: Because Oh, why oh would really? He, it wouldn't have been higher than that. Because why would okay, he be throwing for If they're up, right. you know, if, they, if if it's an easy win, right. why is he throwing that much? You know, why is he right. throwing for that okay. many yards? I mean, it's, you know, they, they – the, the Jacksonville really played a good game because
1: when the Steelers so in a company, way in a way you might have like lowered your your thing because you know I mean you thought their game plan was going to be obvious all bell after last time you know getting picked five times or whatever so no you bring up a good point you're right in, in a way it's almost like the it's it, you're more suspicious of why why is he putting up those why is they' throwing steps?
0: like that they're just doing a revenge game to show how good he is when it's like fifty one to seven and they just keep throwing more touchdowns Jacksonville was pretty impressive because they were giving i mean it, was, it wasn't impressive they were surrendering the lead but it was the guys were covered. It was just pinpoint throws. And you, yeah. I don't think you'll ever see – I don't think I've ever seen in my life, and I may never see again, a game where a quarterback threw four passes of like 40 or more yards that accurately. Like I, I, yeah. just, I don't think I've ever seen – usually, you know, the guy's got to slow down. He's wide open. He has to slow down on a long ball. Or, you know, he's got to adjust or throw him behind him or something. These were just in stride – within an inch window of where you'd want to throw it from 50 yards away, and that's why they were completed even though this guys weren't open. The only guy who was open was Martavis Bryant on his because nobody can guard Martavis Bryant.
1: Well, of course. The, the yeah, I, I I faded Leonard Burnett and DFS. I used Mike Tomlin as my coach in Swamp. You know, you only get one one coach for the whole playoffs. So it's a big 10-point bonus, He and I, I was the only one in staff picks to pick Pittsburgh, so I, I wasn't shocked, though. I mean, I'm, I'm obviously the final score was pretty ridiculous, but... Another stat I heard was, like, Rothsberger has attempted 19 uh, carries on fourth and one, and he's gotten the first on 18 of them. So, like, that's even crazier. Yeah, that I love the pitch
0: back for the sweep on fourth and, yeah. you know, half a yard. They're going to throw it five yards into the Brady gets that ball. in his sleep. I mean, Brady gets that half a sleep. So does Breeze. Breeze did it right twice in the, in the succeeding game. All
1: right. How good is Antonio Brown, dude? I mean, like, he's just
0: going to take him number one overall like, and not think about it next year. Maybe. He's good. Some people are saying that Haley's absence is going to change the offense for the, for the worse, But the crazy thing, though, is as Pittsburgh was coming back, you know, a lot of teams in Jacksonville's shoes with a good defense and a shaky offense would have just sat on the ball and tried to kill the clock and punt it back. And they would have lost if they did that. But they right. didn't. They went and they, went and got, more, they got more points. They're up 28-7, and they went out and they got 45. So, you know, Doug Marone really coached well. He went on fourth down from the two-yard line. And Fournette like flew through the air. He jumped. I was like, oh, yeah. he jumped too soon. But everyone he just kept he sailing. Soon, yeah. But he just kept flying. He was like everyone yeah. for a long time. He was the like, guy's like Michael Jordan in his prime or something.
1: Yeah. No. No. It was impressive. Yeah. No. Good for Jacksonville. Um, yeah. It was a. It was an impressive win. And uh, oh man, I Vance McDonald was super cheap in DFS, and I had him. It's one thing I did get right. Wrapped up 16 targets. But um, yeah, man, giving up 45 points at home to Blake Bortles. Not not a great. I mean. How much did they miss Shazier? Jeez. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, so, All right. So what? What? You want ahead. to go? You want to talk about these games? You got some other some other shit going on. Um. Uh,
1: well, we can let's let's end on the game. They got a couple other things for you. Yeah. I that's at that, Um. Oh, what do you want to talk about? I'll I'll leave the floor to you and set you up. Uh, I saw you going a little. I don't know how much you want to go nuts, but you had some sort of orbits rant on oh, Twitter. Yeah. I
0: saw. Absolutely. Well, come yeah. on. You, know, don't you, don't felt, to, you don't have to. You don't to wind or, me up for this. This is okay. Awesome. All right. I'll let you talk for the next. So, so basically, what happened was Heather was booking these flights for us for March because it's um, NFBC and Tout Wars. We're going to New York, and obviously Sasha and Heather have people to see in New York, too, so we're all going together. And I guess she was looking at different flights and times, and so she booked hers correctly with Miles on Wednesday, and then she paid with a credit card for mine and Sasha's, but for some reason she booked them for the same flight but the following day on Thursday, and we're coming back Sunday, so like Thursday to Sundays really short for, you know, an eight-hour flight. I mean, it's a seven, sure. eight-hour flight. is ridiculous. So she books the flights, and this is like in November, and the flights are in, you know, mid-March. So sometime in December, she checks, and she realizes, oh, shit, I actually booked yours for the Thursday and mine for the Wednesday. Let me call back and get it fixed. So she calls Orbitz, and they say, oh, yeah, this flight is non-changeable, non-refundable. Even if you're willing to pay a fee, it doesn't matter. You can't change it, and we can't change it or help you because it's, it's TAP, TAP Portugal is the airline, so you got to call them. So of course, she calls TAP, and TAP says, oh, no, we can't do anything. You book through Orbitz. They're, they're the place where you have recourse. So each each place is passing us off on the other. Right. So we're, like, calling supervisors and all the shit and getting more and more enraged. It's like, look, Fine, we fucked up. So, like, what's the penalty for that, right? If you make, like, a small error like that, yeah, fine, you have to pay a change fee. Even that is draconian, 150 bucks to change your flight. But that's not the penalty here. If we can't take these flights, it's a $1,000 mistake. $1,000 mistake, really? It's like if you park your car on the, wrong, on the street cleaning day and they charge you 1000 for the ticket. I mean, it's just an arbitrarily, ridiculously huge penalty. And the thing is, if they're going to make it so that you can't even change it, if you have an issue or you make a mistake or you change your mind... Before you click, there should be a huge pop-up window that comes up and says, before we confirm, please confirm your purchase. This is non-refundable, non-changeable. That should come up in a pop-up. If there's no going back, I mean, almost any other thing where it's a serious thing where you're spending serious money, they will pop up and give you a confirmation button. It none. It was just some fine print somewhere that says, oh, this is a non-refundable, non-changeable fight. And the uh, fact that I, I get that, like, airlines and businesses need consistency. Like, they need to know, okay, fine this is who's booked this flight, this is who's booked that flight, there's the seats that are available so we can sell the rest of the seats and fill the plane. That's actually a legitimate, that's like a legitimate business purpose. But the thing is, three months out, and when the other flight is actually cheaper, there is no business purpose of not just being like, oh yeah, you screwed up, we'll switch it, no problem. A week out, like a week before the flight, if we give up our seat and switch, that might fuck them. They may not be able to sell that seat. Or they may have to reduce the price to sell the seat or something. It may actually cost them money. They have a legitimate you know, reason to have a penalty. So, you know, the way it should work if this was a legitimate business and not just stealing from your customers, basically, would be the closer to the flight it is, the more it would cost to change, to get out of it. And the further from the flight, beyond a couple months, it would cost nothing. It would just be the difference in fares. And maybe like a $10 fee to like be like, hey, just we had to fucking get on the phone and process it or something. That's all it would be. The idea that you're you're making a $1,000 mistake and they could easily switch it. Like they easily could do it, but policy says they can't. What does policy so what, what, what mean? What
1: happened? What happened?
0: So far, we're just fucked. We just have the. We. I, I went to the credit card company to try to wow. cancel the purchase, and I'm going to them, you know. But it's just. And you're like, you're like
1: including them on your tweets, and you said you're going to talk about don't it don't on XM,
0: They don't and they give just a fuck. Really you know why? Orbitz is part of the Expedia conglomerate. Expedia, Orbitz, I think yeah. a couple others like TripAdvisor, Travelocity. There's like they own all of them. It's a monopoly. They don't give a fuck. They're not doing anything. It's just some robot thing they put out there on the web. It takes your money. So what? You know, don't ever fucking use orbits again. Nobody I know is ever going to use them again. I, say, I'm, I talk about this every day on the XM show. And tomorrow when you come on, bring it up. Because I will say it again. I don't care. I'm going to cost them a million dollars for the thousand they cost me. Or the day that they're going to cost me of you know, having a really shitty short trip. But, right. you know, right. but they <laughs> don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. It's just some robot. It's just, it's just some dude with a spreadsheet that said, you know what? If we make it really draconian, you can't switch it. No matter how far before the flood it is. We'll make X amount more money and people can fight and scream and shit, but fuck them. You know, every single person should be like me. Every single person who gets ripped off and stolen from, from the healthcare companies to orbits to these bullshit airline restrictions, all this stuff should fucking go to war and make it totally not worth it. Every one of those little fucks who behind the scenes, who's like, Oh, if we just make it a little more draconian, we can make this much more money. Those guys are going to get fired because they're going to realize, Oh, this little change that made X amount more dollars, this fucked us. Because every person is not standing for it. Every person is filling up our call centers, our customer service, fucking bad-mouthing us. Every single person in the world is saying no to that shit. People just need to fucking go to war when they get cheated. We, we accepted way too much. We're like, uh, fuck, we screwed up. Cost me a thousand. Shit. Fuck that. Right? I'm going to talk about this every day for the rest of my fucking life. I'm going to be <laughs> 75 years old, and, and Orbis will be been out of business for 30 years, and everybody who's involved in this fucking debacle will be dead, and I'll be still fucking talking about this shit. <laughs>
1: Well, Fuck good them. for you. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. That's, that's pretty. I mean, it's ridiculous. the, the, the fact that it's three months, two weeks. I can understand, but right. three months, is absurd. Three months. we I made mean.
0: a little fucking error. Big deal. Just fucking yeah. fix it. If you subscribe it to Rotowar twice, to them let me ask you. It doesn't this. matter to them whatsoever. That obviously, that flight is nowhere near full. It's so not. To the other one's fucking cheaper. The one we want to switch to is actually cheaper. If you subscribe to Rotowar twice, if you hit the button twice, and we take your money twice, and you, and we, first of all, we'll probably just see it and refund you with, with no questions asked. But if we don't see it, and you see it, and you're like, hey, you charged me twice for this subscription, I, I only meant to hit it once, no questions fucking asked, you're getting your money back. All right. oh, oh, it's your error. Sorry. Once you click that, you have to get two subscriptions. Who the fuck does business like that? Nobody with competition. Nobody yeah. who gives a shit what right. their customers think. These are fucking right. monopolies. That's the only reason they even exist. You think fucking Rotowire would get away with that shit charging someone twice? We'd be out of business in a fucking year if we did that shit. Yeah.
1: No, it's crazy. I look forward to getting you fired up about it, uh, for you know, in, in perpetuity. In frankly. perpetuity, dude. I'm, I'm
0: fucking yeah. committed to this shit.
1: Fuck yeah. orbits
0: What a piece of shit.
1: What a fucking um, piece of shit. What else? I uh, so a few months ago, I did. I I sent in my DNA. I did one of those genetics testings. Uh, it took a while, and then I realized after I sent it in, I'm like, boy, I better hope I don't hope i don't plan on murdering people i just voluntarily yeah that's really presented stupid all, what a fucking all, mistake. Oh, mistake oh man i gave some some all black of my shit. information some black into mirror the, shit
0: yeah to the man voluntarily what are you doing i thought of you, this you are such a nutless monkey dude this is some black like, mirror shit where people were yeah. like yeah my jeans by the way you know what jews like me we don't fucking send in that shit we we, yeah. we learned our lesson we don't fucking send in that shit
1: yeah, well, I was thinking about it. I'm like, why did I voluntarily do that and spent money? And they probably, whatever, the, the results are all probably BS. But now I just it's probably true. gave the man my, all oh, my information. It's a horrible, horrible, horrible Here's the thing. It didn't right? make it more difficult when I choose a life of crime, which I plan to the second, you know, final half of my life. So it's going
0: to just make it a little bit more challenging. First of all, it's not about the life of crime. It's, not, it's like they're going to get wind of some of these podcasts. They know that you bought some Bitcoin. Like you're obviously right. subverting the system. You're associated with me and I'm a fucking criminal. And yeah. so basically they're going to be like, oh, shit, Trump's guy murdered somebody or one of the Clintons murdered somebody. And they're going to be like, we need to fucking, you know, make this go away. Do we have any convenient D- DNA in the database from some subversive dude that we can just plant at the scene and then make a fucking explanation? And you are going to be high on the list, my friend, of people whose DNA they're going to put in that shit. You think when the high yeah, politician gets fucking, yeah. does some shit that, that they're going to take the fall? You just I don't even
1: get anything like crazy. It's like ninety three percent European, three point nine percent South Asian, two percent mixed American. I mean it's nothing.
0: You're just a, lot of a generic white
1: dude. Yeah.
0: Perfect yeah. for the fall. No, no. Perfect to take the fall.
1: Yeah, I was hoping, you know, it'd come back and say I was related to Larry David, but it didn't. Yeah. It didn't say that like like, yeah. you know. Him and Bernie Sanders, you know, yeah. came not, back you're obviously
0: him. not you're obviously not Jewish, so that's you're not related to those dudes.
1: But Yeah, I I don't know what I was thinking, and uh, the results weren't super exciting, but uh, just give me a little hurdle later in life when I, uh,
0: you know, it's fine. Yeah, your life's so easy, right? Your life's so easy that you you add a little difficulty. Solitary confinement is a real, (laughs) it's an extreme degree of difficulty, but I respect it. Real man, real man doesn't mind getting put in solitary. Yeah. It, speaking of that
1: and the life of crime, you just brought it up, but obviously, you know where I'm going. Before we go to the games, I mean, come on, Mister Bitcoin.
0: Come on. I mean, this is like oh, crazy. crazy. Dominating blowback? the
1: news right now. It's just free it's, falling.
0: It's, it's awesome. It's awesome. So I bought a little bit more when it got down to nine thousand. A little piece, okay. not much. Just a little. Bit, you know, I was. If it went down to like five, I would have bought. I would have put some serious money in. You know, I, I'm zero or a million, basically, right? So if it goes to a million, I'll start selling. But it won't even be a million dollars because by that point, the dollar will be so worthless that. It'll just be like you can buy a house for a Bitcoin. It won't be denominated in dollars anymore. It just, right. the, the measurement will be Bitcoin, but will be what the purchasing power of a million dollars is now, if it does go there. Or it'll go to zero. People will lose faith. Something will happen, and it'll be zero. So I'm, I don't, whether it's at you know, 9,000 or it's back to 11 and a half now, as we're taping this, and by the time we, yeah. I edit and post, who the fuck knows? Yeah, I, I
1: checked, good. right? It was, yeah, it was like 11, right? Right before we started here. Okay, I checked. so
0: like 11 you know, at the time we started it doesn't matter. Like I'm, I'm going to zero or a million, and I'm not going to put that much more money into it unless it goes down to like five thousand again. I'd buy more, um, which I don't think it will, but you never know, because I just have enough the amount of money in it that I've invested that I could stand, I could lose, and I'd be pissed, but I wouldn't. It's not going to affect my life, and therefore I just don't have any. I'm not going to be a nutless monkey. You know, I'm just, I'm holding. To, to the yeah. to the bitter end. So, I think there's more and more people like that. I believe in the in the philosophy of it. I believe in the the mission of it. So, yeah, I'm I'm like. And, and, and the current issue right now, for those who don't follow closely, is South Korea, right? I know, and, I and so. even China. That was fake. News. South Korea was fake news. They it was nothing. They they one of the exchanges I think got a visit from the tax authorities, just making sure that. You know, people were making profits; that they were paying their taxes. That was it, and it got told. Totally, I
1: thought uh, someone even released a statement saying that they might, you know, take that away. Basically, I don't think Crypto. so. I think they um, and China. It, I don't too, know, I think there's it's way too
0: established. Support. It's way too established in South Korea. If they if they tried to shut it down, it would be a disaster for the economy. And it was supposed anything. to be legitimatized with uh, because of the the futures offered, right? Yeah, I, I think yeah. I think the futures may be part of what's pushing it down that you know these traders are, are shorting it or sure, you know, maybe sure. going to try to get in on a bigger amount later on I don't care like none of that stuff
1: okay so I, you're I, know, I know
0: the South Korea thing was fake news that was fake China really okay. is having a problem with it uh, but a lot of the guys I follow are like I wouldn't want to be invested in something that China wasn't trying to shut down like if it if it if they're trying to shut it down they see the scope of the threat and if it wasn't that kind of threat where they were worried about it, then this wouldn't be something that was true competition for centrally controlled governments and currency so anyway that's, that's so you're unfazed to. then what's that i'm unfazed totally unfazed I, i'm I, again like i'm not saying go and buy a bunch of the, i mean i told you to buy like some amounts of your got some skin in the game but um and you're going to learn about it now because you because you have a little bit but i'm not it could go to zero i mean i i don't know for sure there could be some something i don't know about but i don't have any a shit. thoughts
1: on uh, the f i'm gonna spell it, i'm gonna say it wrong the eth
0: Oh, um, ether yeah I don't know. I don't it, to me it's not it, it's a tech stock to me. Like it's just simply again, I'm no expert in this, so I don't want to be misleading people, but my understanding is there's some interesting technical applications for it. Uh it's a blockchain protocol like Bitcoin, but it is I don't think it's decentralized to the extent that Bitcoin is. I don't think it it holds the promise of replacing the fiat currency system. I don't think it's like you know, the the trustless I mean, the whole, the whole thing about Bitcoin is that you don't need trust third parties. Like normally, you know, if I'm sending you money, I'm doing it through a bank and the bank is verifying that it's going out of my account and into yours. And with Bitcoin, you don't need that. Um, there's no boss. There's no center of it. And I don't know. I'm not sure about Ether, but what I've read, I think it's it's not as decentralized. So so to me, it may have some amazing technical applications. Some people seem to be raving about it. Other people I read think it's a total fraud and it's going to bust. I have a little bit of it, not much, but I don't I would. If I, wouldn't, if I wouldn't be taxed on it, I would just sell my profits on that for Bitcoin in a heartbeat. I would get rid of it. But it's just that I'm going to have to pay like half of it in taxes since it's short term. And so I'm just holding it for now. Gotcha. But Bitcoin, right. I'm like, okay. you know, philosophically committed to. That's the difference. Right. Yeah. I'd and say again, so. just, I'm, I'm telling you, I am no fucking expert at this. Like, do your own research. Like, I could be totally wrong. I could lose this money. And that's why if, if, if I were sure that I wasn't wrong, I would have invested a hell of a lot more money than I did.
1: Well, physically, you're you're invested as well. Physically,
0: if, I'm if invested.
1: You, if, you value, if you value your health and your physical well-being, Bitcoin better do well, or I'm going to have someone break your kneecap. Oh, I, see. I see what you're, you're trying to say. Yeah. yeah. You better have you someone value. do
0: it, because you ain't doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll just hire someone. That's yeah, much easier. Gotta, yeah, exactly. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> Maybe, I. let me just tell you something. Hire two people. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. Right. Maybe three. All
1: right. Okay. Well, I, I have someone video it. I mean, it's a, a main reason for me would watch
0: the video of it. So I will. There'll yeah. be Multiple. I, I know you're having trouble getting aroused in your personal life, so I'm, I hope to <laughs> contribute. I know the kids
1: <laughs> it gets to be darker and darker. Let me tell you. <laughs> right.
0: Exactly. All
1: right. Before sorry. we go down that path, let's go to football here. All right. Um, yeah. So what? Just two games. Sad season, almost over. Uh, I uh, I predicted this. The the New England line would open at nine and a half. What what'd you go with in the in the in your column?
0: Nine. Nine. Uh, it was I think nine and a half at one point, but with the lines I looked at, were nine. And well, I'll let you go first. So who did you take?
1: I went back and forth on this one. My original instinct was Jacksonville, and then I thought, well, if I laid the wood last week, New England. Uh, I just think they match up well. They don't really rely on some athletic receivers in the outside. They're coaching Bortles. I could see it either way, though. I, I don't like this. Um, mainly, I'm just going to tease this and make sure. To give, you know, get that under three. But I, I laid the points that I know that you, you feel differently.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can see New England rolling. I mean, if, if they get the ball first and score, and then the Jacksonville turns it over, threes and outs, or, you know, gets one first down and punts or whatever, and they score again, it's pretty bad. You know, Jack, this is not a team that wants to play from a 10 point deficit or a 14 point deficit. But barring that, I think it's going to be a, a real war. I think it's going to be tough. The 2010 Jets beat Brady and the Patriots, and basically nobody was open, and Brady was just standing around throwing the ball at people's feet. And I think this defense might be good enough to do something like that. They certainly can get pressure with four guys. Um, I don't think New England's offensive line is anything special. It's just Brady getting rid of the ball quickly usually. You know, Jalen Ramsey I think will check Gronk. And, you know, Eric Berry shut down Gronk for the most part in week one. I don't know if he'll shut him down, but if he can just get, you know, five for 60 or something like that. Um, I think Deion Lewis is sort of a big X factor in this game. I don't know. I think that the Jacksonville matches up pretty well. The Jaguars will move the ball and the Patriots. The only problem is if they get to a point where Bortles has to throw, throw, you know, way more than he wants, right? I, I think the way they win is the way they beat Pittsburgh, which is run it twice, throw it once, or bootleg once, you know, do stuff where you can just sustain a long drive. And I think they will. I think it'll be close. I actually picked Jacksonville to win the game.
1: Maybe it's an impossible to answer because it just matters so much schematically. But who do you think is better running back, Dion Lewis or Fournette?
0: Deion Lewis right now. I mean, if Fournette's ankle were 100% healthy, you know that they track the, the stat, stat cast tracks the speed in miles per hour of all the players. Uh-huh. And Tyreek uh-huh. Hill was like 21 miles per hour, like four times. Out of the, tw- out of the 20 times that someone's exceeded 21 miles per hour, Tyreek right. Hill was four times. But do you know who actually recorded the two fastest times in miles per hour this year? Dion Lewis. Leonard Fournette. Really? Yeah. Wow. On that, on he, that 90 yard he had pitch. like a 90-yard run. Yeah. Wow. His peak speed there was the fastest in the league this year. So that just shows you a dude of his size moving that yeah, speed. Yeah. But yeah. He's, not him, he's not 100% right now. So, I, you know, right now I take Deion Lewis. He looks much fresher and obviously he's a much better receiver. Deion Lewis is really yeah. good. He's a really yeah,
1: he crazy good – he creates good metrics too. Yeah. Like after, you know, contact and stuff, he's really good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, no, him you and
0: Bronk are a real problem for the Jaguars too. It, it's a tough – it's much tougher than a team that's you know wide receiver heavy. Like if they played the Vikings in the Super Bowl, I think they could lock down Diggs and Thielen pretty well. Like it, it would be a good matchup right. for them. Whereas this is the two most prominent focal points in the offense are tight end and running back. So you saw what Bell and Vance McDonald did. It's it's not going to be easy. Yeah. But I think it's they can win. Tomlin
1: complained about it last, last year, and I think it's like many years in a row. like five or six years in a row. New England not only gets that by and a home game, but, but they get that Saturday game. So they have a full and right. a whole nother day at right. home now. And Jacksonville, you know, just, you know, finished the whole day later and then travel. So it just sets up, but I, I would not be surprised if this is close. So, I mean, Jacksonville's yeah. obviously good. It comes down to Bortles. Well, I, I guess, how good is under, I mean, I guess I underrate it too much myself, but Bortles really can run. I mean, when he scrambles, he seemingly picks up a first down every time. Yeah, he's a good
0: runner and he really stepped up in that game. I mean, it, he really did not shrink from the moment. I mean, the Steelers were coming back. He had to make it happen in a playoff game. And he was cool, and it's funny because it was somebody like I think it was Davis Matic was was on XM and he's like, well, that's never been his problem, you know, being afraid. His problem is he's not afraid enough. He like makes right. stupid ass throws because he's right. too he, he's he's too much of a real man, not enough of an atlas monkey. He just doesn't right. care about the risk. But but that that's a good sign that I don't think they'll be one bit intimidated going in there. They don't care. They went into Pittsburgh. They don't give a shit. And then if you look at the teams that beat the Patriots the last few years, the Ravens team that year, both Giants teams, there were teams they could rush Deep. with four. They were athletic teams. When when the Giants beat the Patriots both times, what I realized from the Super Bowls, and it was the same thing with Atlanta until they totally choked. They should have won last year, too. It was a more physical, more athletic, younger, hungrier, meaner team. Just a more badass team. You know, the Patriots are a finesse team. I mean, at, at bottom, they really are. It's precision, timing, intelligence, not making mistakes. But if you have a team that's bigger and meaner and faster and more aggressive, you know, if they don't fall for the gimmicks and the Pats I mean, the Titans are so fucking stupid, like the Pats, just gimmick after gimmick. There was like not even a fair fight. Then the Patriots can get their ass kicked because they're not really they're, they're not like a badass team, like physically.
1: I like Jacksonville's receivers too, like D.D.
0: Westbrook and uh, Keelan Cole. They're, they're not bad, actually. Yeah. So Keith Lee. Oh. I mean, Hearns yep. is now healthy. They're pretty deep. Yep. I mean, I think they should be able to hang. The only thing that I, I'm worried about is if New England gets off to a fast start, it could just. And they just won't come back.
1: Yeah. And, and it's just so weird at what point it just seems like they get breaks. It just it seems like I know that's probably anecdotal, but uh, I don't know. It just I don't know. It seems, it
0: seems a little it's, it's a little shady, like how it was Titans, Jaguars. Not that, you know, they, it's not like they got gifted that game. They were going to win that game no matter what. But Titans, right. Jaguars, like how bad that would be for ratings. I, mean, I really am hoping for a Jaguars, Eagles Super Bowl because how much nobody's going won- much- to that shit.
1: Did that did that ruling on the in the Steelers uh, Patriots game or that no catch hurt Pittsburgh? I mean, were they not a once? I mean, they just had to face Jacksonville, and they're out right, now. Right, It would have been you know the one seed. No, Pittsburgh outplayed
0: New England. Then It's there's fucking stupid that whole thing.
1: Yeah, But anyway, so I, I laid the points, but I could I could see it. Like I said, I'm going to use the. Uh, it's funny. I um I was debating, so I wanted to tease that under make sure it's under three. And then I wanted to tease the Vikings up. I know people say don't tease the, through the zero. That's what right. people say. But there's only two games, and it's the playoffs. And I want the Vikings. So, so um, uh, anyway, I played Russian Len- a Fuck what people say. Right there, you go. That's that's true too. So, what did you think was more likely: the uh, the 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 Patriots to go from up to ten, or the Vikings to go, you know, from down to three and a half to three or up to four? Like, what what movement did you see here?
0: Wait, say that again? Up oh, oh oh where the line is gonna go. Well I had I yeah. saw the Vikings at three. That that was where I yeah. got the where, where I got the yeah. line. I think it stays there. I took the Vikings also, but I did not feel great about it because I hate taking teams off of a win like that. I mean think about what they think about the ups and downs they went through emotionally. And then think about how they have to go back to practice after that. The next you know, Tuesday. They gotta go back to practice and be like, okay, business as usual. You were winning, you were losing, you were dead to rights pretty much. And then th- And you get this amazing play and everyone's going crazy and celebrating and and out of their minds, you know, in disbelief that they got through. And then you got to go back and have like a good week of practice and then go on the road in perhaps a weather game and take on at least a pretty good team. So I I really don't like that aspect of it. Normally, I would just think the Vikings would crush them. If the Vikings had just won like 20 to nothing and and that comeback never happened, I think this line would be like four and a half, maybe even six. I think it would have gone way high. But. I took the Vikings. I don't. I don't. I feel like it's uh, unprofessional of me to take them, but I, but I took them anyway.
1: Yeah, me too. Same as last week. I took Atlanta. I'm just not gonna overthink it. But I wouldn't be shocked if Philly does win. It's crazy that three of the four quarterbacks left are just total, just you know, once considered total scrubs. What What do you think the spread would be if this game was were played in Levi's Stadium against the Niners, if the if the uh, Vikings at San Francisco? What would the spread be?
0: Oh, like would it be about minus three or three and a half? Yeah, I'd probably be like right, minus right? four. Probably. Something yeah, around okay there. I mean <laughs> that's so funny. What would not be? Because Vegas just has simply ignored the fact that Garoppolo uh, was I mean, is playing for them. But, yeah, it should be, like, about the same. Like, Vikings laying three and a half on the road there. Yeah, that's right.
1: That is funny. All right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I mean, it should be a good game. Really low, over, under, like, 38. But um, I'm with you. I could see it. But I laid the points, too. I mean, the Vikings are – it's funny
0: that they're on the road this week and then would go home for the Super Bowl if they won. Right. It is kind of crazy, but it's not quite a home game because all the corporate – uh, who the sure. fuck knows. Although I you know I'm sure the Minneapolis residents would go crazy snapping up those tickets. They'd be spending top dollar and and sure. getting them so it would be
1: You want to guess some lines of uh, possible matchups
0: for the Super Bowl? Yeah. All right, so Eagles Patriots, I think it would I be a, e, e, Eagles yeah. plus <sighs> Eagles Patriots, I think it would be like Eagles plus 10. Yeah, I don't know how how right these lines are, but it, this claims it would be 7. I don't believe that. I, I, it also does somewhat depend on how they play. Like if Foles right, looks terrible course. or good or whatever, how they win. Really right. seven? I, I, to me, all oh, right, because it's not a neutral field. So they're saying the Eagles in Jacksonville are, you know, because Jacksonville's getting nine at New England, but they're saying Jacksonville would get six on a neutral field. Right. So yeah, yeah, I, I could see it. I, th- I think it would be like ten personally against Foles, but okay. So then, so mm-hmm. the Vi- Vikings Pats, I think it'd be like Vikings plus three and a half yeah it says three sure so okay right around there okay, okay. And, and then, then what about uh, jaguars vikings i mean you could like just do the math and figure it out pretty much right. like jaguars vikings would be jaguars plus if it's you know jaguars plus four
1: yeah this says five and a half
0: really jaguars plus five yeah. and a half
1: that sounds like a i lot. know That's interesting, huh
0: and then jaguars and eagles i think it would be eagles plus three
1: yeah, it's a two and a half,
0: yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, interesting. But it's going to, yeah, it's, I think it'll change a little bit based, because public perception sure, sure. is going to change based on these, you know, the way they play.
1: Right, right, yeah. So who did you, uh,
0: you like you like the
1: Jags more then, of the yeah, two? Yeah, the
0: Jags are my, the bet that I feel more strongly about, but I again, it's just, to me, if the Jags can, I mean, it's kind of a ridiculous thing to say. It's like, well, if they don't get down to a 10-point deficit, well, obviously, the line's <laughs> nine, so if they're never at a 10-point <laughs> deficit, then that's a good sign, obviously, yeah. But it, if to they me, don't go down it's, by ten
1: at any point in the
0: game, you're going to be looking they, good. Yeah, if they're not down by ten at any point <laughs> in the game, I feel good yeah. about it. Exactly. So uh, or, yeah. yeah. But the Jags are my better better the two. But which one is your better of the two best?
1: I mean I picked Vic- uh I picked Vikings because I yeah now I'm with you, I could see the jacks covering i I don't love either I do i, I kind of like that teaser I think the the Patriots will win by a field goal and I, I like the if Vikings lose I think they'll keep it to within four so i mean i I like that teaser
0: you know you know what I like and you can try this is why don't you parlay the over and the under
1: okay okay that that would be interesting a <laughs> yeah. middle that yeah <laughs> right yeah you, can it. you can't middle
0: it you can't middle shit. It's yeah I know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's what a real man does. Well, I have had uh, been known. I have no, no joke I've, I've hit on 21 before.
0: You have, you have blacked out, top, obviously.
1: One too many t- cocktails. And, and I won the hand, actually, is the yeah. funniest part. I won yeah. the yeah. hand, yeah.
0: What, what's funny is, uh, was it you that I did this with? I think it was Jeff, but it might have been you, where they started charging. like it, it, was, it was at the Aria, their little sports book, and it started to be that to get a free drink, you needed to bet 140 bucks. So you need to spend $140 in bets just to get one free drink, which is a lot. But the drinks, you know, for like top shelf booze, like a Hendrix Martini or whatever, not even top shelf, but like decent booze was like, they were like 14, 15 bucks each plus sure. two. Right. So we figured out what we could do is Jeff and I, or whoever I was with, we bet 140 on one team and 140 on the other team. So <laughs> we basically paid a $14 VIG.
1: That's but good. we got two yeah. drinks
0: out of it, so it was right. a seven-dollar drink each plus tip. But we got to pay the tip anyway, so it was paying seven for the drink instead of fifteen. So we're just going up and betting two opposite sides of the same game.
1: I'm just not sure how it is now, but I know in the past you used to be able to get more drink tickets with betting on the horses. Look into that next time. Some, Big, for some it's reason, the rake it's a, it's a bigger it's yeah. a bigger rake. Right. Right. You don't have to bet as much, but that's pretty funny. I like that idea.
0: I like how you're thinking. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm I'm gaming the system. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, Orbitz was gaming the system on me, and yeah, it's going to cost them a million dollars by the time I'm done. Not that again, sorry. not that they give a fuck. It's a bunch of robots at this point, and they've mm-hmm. already you know sold the. It's probably a public company at this point, but um, yeah. I think it might be owned by Microsoft actually, Expedia. So mm. it's just such a drop in the bucket to them. But anyway, sure. you got anything else for me? No, um,
1: yeah, I'm gonna be out of town next week. I don't know. We'll somehow record this pod, I guess, some way. But I'm gonna miss you at the uh, in, in LA. I know, I'll be Bob, in you.
0: LA. Is like my, you know, I'd be like having people over and like we'd have a party and do some fun shit, find some cool places to go, like restaurants that I know and stuff. And it's uh,
1: yeah, it's everyone from the fantasy industry, the the, the 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 there's a there's a big old get together, and then we're gonna stay there just for a company trip too. I'll be there all the way through Thursday night, so Monday yeah. morning till Thursday. Night. So I'm, well,
0: it's, I'm bummed that and I would have done the steak dinner as I said I, I would have steaks right. coming to me so it's right. unfortunate that I will not be there but um but I enjoy that shithole known as Los Angeles we will do. will do yeah all right man all
1: right all, all one, right well one I, thing. yeah I'm, I'm I'm upset that you don't have to pay me uh 20 bucks yeah enough. you thought you thought you were
0: gonna that. diss me but yeah. you realized that you yeah. lost and you didn't even re- you're so dumb you don't even realize that you lost <laughs> pretty your, much your lineup was so bad you didn't even realize how bad it was Anyway, all right. Well, if you like this podcast, let us know on iTunes because the audio of this will be on the uh, uh, on the regular upload. I will try to get this video uploaded so you can check out Dalton's awesome T-shirt uh, I look, his new look that he's uh, very proud of. And again, uh, if you want to, if you're interested, hey, my fantasy, friend graduated please... from Stanford and he made these. It's Shaw the coat. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's garbage coach too. Anyway, and if you like fantasy sports, rotowire.com slash pod. Again, it's rotowire.com slash pod for a free 10-day trial. Dalton, I will uh, talk to you next week. All right, later, Liz. All right, take care, man.